Well, hello, hello. Welcome to TAO Intentions Podcast. Welcome back. For today's episode, we will be discussing fickle people. We have all, every single one of us in this world, have had an experience with a fickle person, someone that came into our lives and completely turned it upside down or at least confused us to no end and we've had to make a decision that's best for us or they have made a decision that's best for them and somehow left us all confused. Let's get into the meaning of fickle people. Fickle people change their minds so much you can't rely on them. Have you ever had that friend that decides that they don't like you one week and then the next week they want to hang out? Keyword, deceitful. They are flighty and commitment phobic. They offer empty promises but deliver nothing. They are the gift of gab. They are good at feigned security, which means pretending to to be affected. They tend to brag and boast about themselves. They enjoy status, power, and money, all about image and what others think of them. They live for approval and external validation. They often act confident, but underneath their bravado, they are often painfully insecure. They keep their options open in order to keep themselves safe. They have more than one suitors. They will never be alone and will always have options. These are the type of people that we come into interactions with at some point in our lives. We might have experienced it when we were in high school or once we moved on to college or university or we realize this in the workplace or at any point in our lives. And I have to say, I have experienced fickle people before. When I was a little bit younger, I clearly remembered certain people being hot and cold or people that were nice to my face and would turn around and stab me in the back. And again, the truth always comes out. So I'm never worried about what people are doing behind my back. It always comes back to me. I found that as I got a little bit older and started meeting people around my age group, that these fickle people would tend to be so good at it that they would exhibit mild cases of personality disorders such as narcissistic behaviors or sociopath or psychopath. Now, I said mild because it's really not that bad. It's not to the level where you consider this person a narcissist or a sociopath or a psychopath. So the definition for narcissistic, narcissistic personality disorder, it is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention, admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. Some of their characteristics would be this mask of extreme confidence, 
lies a fragile self-esteem that is vulnerable to the slightest criticism. This disorder causes problems in many areas of their lives, such as relationships, work, school, or financial affairs. They are unhealthy and disappointed when they're not given the special favor or admiration they believe they deserve. They may find their relationship unfulfilling or others may not enjoy being around them. They have an exaggerated sense of self-importance, have a sense of entitlement, and require constant excessive admiration, as I repeated before. Expect to be recognized as superior even without achievement that warrant it. Exaggerate achievements and talents. Be preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or the perfect mate, Lord. Believe they are superior and can only associate with equal special people. Monopolize conversations and belittle or look down on people they perceive as inferior. Expect special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. Take advantage of others to get what they want. Have an inability or willingness to recognize the needs and the feelings of others. Be envious of others and believe others envy them. They behave arrogant or haughty-mannered, coming across as conceited, boastful, and pretentious. Insist on having the best of everything, for instance, the best car or office. They have trouble handling anything that they perceive as criticism. Now, those are, those are just characteristics of narcissistic people. But please understand, not all of those categories fall under fickle people. Again, fickle people have a mild sense of some of these characteristics. So just a quick note, narcissistic personality disorder affects more males than females. Begins in the teens and early adulthood. This does not automatically mean they will fully grow up to be narcissists. So I just wanted to put that out there. I do see a lot of people in the media and all over the place just throwing narcissists around and labeling people narcissists. And sometimes that might not be the case. Some of these characteristics that I just um, shared with you might not necessarily you know, be a bad thing. Like wanting the best in life is something that anyone should want for themselves. So if you want the best car or the best office, you know what? Why not? At least you know what you want. I feel that with narcissistic behavior, they're just not afraid to ask for what they want out of life. And so they gave it such a disgusting name, such as narcissist. It just sounds so ew, <laughs> you know? There are certain people that believe that they are superior compared to other people. And most of the time, that's because they believe that they've worked harder for what they have. And so when someone 
that claim that they are the same as them who have not put in that kind of work, of course they're going to look down at them because this person is behaving as if, you know, look, we're the same, we're special. You know, you work really hard for everything and so do I. And maybe that person who feels superior to the other person might view that person as, or the work that they have put in as not that much to ever be considered superior. And so this is what I mean by certain characteristics of narcissists is it's, it's normal for certain types of people. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're, they're being, you know, mean, but the, the lies that they tell about themselves to promote themselves and, you know, the fact that they can't handle criticism might be the reason why narcissistic has such a bad name and that is something that we all need to take into consideration because how we behave in circumstances where we feel attacked or criticized we can exhibit a negative behavior and that negative behavior can you know be anything from attacking the other person or tearing them down or belittling them and a lot of people just kind of need to understand that Maybe this person is dealing with some trauma in their lives. Maybe they have, you know, been raised where they've always been constantly put down. And because of that, they have worked very hard for everything that they have in life. And so to have someone come around and criticize them, they can accept it. And it comes out negatively. And it comes out that, you know, something is wrong with them. A lot of people are going through a lot of things. And so some of the characteristics that I that I mentioned again, doesn't make a narcissist extremely bad. And it doesn't mean that fickle people are completely narcissists either. They just have a mild case of it. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. We can all say we, you know, we've experienced that one friend who constantly talk about themselves or would always come to you because they want to hear a lie where you're praising them and you're making them feel so amazing. And then they disappear. And now when they come back again, looking for that self-esteem boost from you, that fickle person's coming back, of course. Um, if you don't give that to them, they will abandon you. And that is what I mean by fickle. Fickle in a sense that they don't necessarily want to put in the work. They just want to show up and they just want to get their freebie and then they want to leave. And if you were to turn around and say, this is how I feel about the way that you behave, then they have a problem with it. Then they'll go off and they'll tell their friends behind your back how horrible you are and basically twist some of the things that you're saying and try to make it seem like you're the enemy. And that is very normal. That is very, very normal with people that are going through things, people that are hurting. And sometimes it could be upbringing. Maybe they were raised with this false sense of superiority from their parents who were encouraging them to have self-esteem, that were encouraging them to do better. These are the same type of people that do very well in, in business. Most people like to buy things from narcissists or sociopaths or psychopaths. They they invest more. They, they do look at them and think, wow, look at that confidence that they have. That confidence is amazing. They could sell you on a lie and you would buy into it because there's something appealing about them. And they're very charismatic at that. So that's even 
worse because it's so difficult to look past that and see the person that they're hiding behind all that fluff and pluff. They wear the beautiful clothing, the nice business suits. They're always walking down the street with their chest puffed up. Their makeup is done well. Their hair is done well. Keep in mind, nothing is wrong with that. Nothing at all is wrong with that. But unfortunately, it's sometimes it's a it's a false image that they strongly believe in and have convinced you of the same thoughts that they've convinced themselves about. Everyone has the ability to lie to themselves and also turn around and lie to other people. A lot of people know what they're doing, but they're choosing not to fix it. They know that they're being toxic. They know that they have unhealthy characteristics or personality, and they know that they're not being sincere with the person that they're taking advantage of. But sometimes having that person around makes them feel better. Everyone is broken. And so you just have to learn how to navigate around these things. I personally prefer to believe people when I see action. I am never the type of person that would believe you if um, you don't show me any action. I am not afraid to say that this is an unreliable person because they keep saying one thing and never following through. Now, I have dated a narcissist before. At the time, I didn't know that this person was a narcissist. And to be honest, I don't think that they even noticed that they were a narcissist. I truly believe that they believed everything that they said they are or they think they are. It's all in the mind. As long as they believe in themselves and believe that this is who they are, they will they will go with it. Even if they're lying and they're beating themselves up on the inside for making that mistake or doing what they did, they still somehow find a way to bounce right back from it. One of the the things that I could not stand about this particular narcissist that I dated was that he was an I love you whore. And he's not the first guy I've ever dated who's been an I love you whore. And what I mean by an I love you whore, and every time I say that, no one understands what what I mean by that, but it's, it's technically a person that always says I love you, like all the time. They will be the first to say I love you in the relationship, even though it's brand new. And for me, I could never understand why in my mind and the way that I think I'm the first question I'm going to ask after you tell me you love me is what, what do you love about me? And if they can't answer that question, we have a problem. Keep in mind, usually when people tell someone that they love them, they automatically swoon and go, oh my God, I love you too. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, I, I take the word a little bit more seriously than most people in society. A lot of people will say, I love you, and literally turn around and stab you in the back because they don't actually understand what love is. They might not even believe that love exists, but they know that a lot of women or a lot of other men like hearing it, and it gives them this false sense of, of really truly feeling love, even though they're not truly giving it to them. They're not actually feeling it. There's nothing tangible about it. So I can understand why, you know, a few exes of mine would be caught off guard when I, when I asked them, why do you love me? And they never had an answer. But I didn't judge them for it. I really didn't. They, they've never had anyone ask them why. 
So it took them a few days. And even when they came back and said, you know, I just love you. And I go, okay, (laughs) I'm not going to say it back because I don't love you. There are certain characteristics about you that has made me wonder, you know, who you really are. Because sometimes a lot of people hide that aspect about themselves because they feel that the person that they're hiding, no one would like. So they put on another face and they become the role that they think you want as a means to get you to accept them or love them. And unfortunately, I can't love the surface. I can't love the mask. If I cannot feel you and your presence and who you truly are, I can't love that. I love you whores are people that would jump from relationship to relationship and every single person that they're in a relationship with, they they have been in love with. They're the ones that after one month of being in a relationship post up on Facebook, I love this man so much. I mean, it could be a week or two. Pictures are popping up everywhere. I love this man. I can't live without this man. Or it could be a, a man that's posting up pictures and going, oh my God, I love this this, this woman. And I think one guy I went on one date with contacted me years later on my Facebook page and basically said, sent me a picture of him and his new girlfriend and started bragging and boasting about how he found the love of his life and he's so completely happy and in my mind i haven't thought about this person since that last date and it was a horrible date um i was telling a friend at the time when after the date was over i got home and i was telling my friend over the phone i was like you know i think the one thing i couldn't really stand about the date was the fact that he had the song the little wayne song lollipop playing repeatedly over and over and over again in his car and keep in mind he had a nice car even had a nice sunroof so we went driving and the song was on repeat lick me like a lollipop and i could not handle it i just couldn't i was so annoyed and irritated i'm like i like little wayne and all but this is really annoying and after that one date, he never heard from me again. I think he saw me on the street a few times and I said hello and he said hello back. And he's like, how are you? And I said, how are you back? And other than that, he never heard from me again. Not a text, not a nothing. So to have him contact me two years later to send me a picture of him and his new girlfriend and tell me how happy he was, I just recalled bursting out laughing. Burst out laughing because I was like, wow, this guy has been waiting for this moment to find someone that made him feel special so that he can go and contact all of his exes. And how I found out, he contacted all the girls he's dated that never went as far as as the second date. They would, you know, I'd bump into them on the street and I would say, hey, that guy messaged me on, on um, Facebook And I said, the weirdest thing happened. He sent me a picture of him and his new girlfriend. And, you know, he started bragging about their relationship. And the girl turned around. I did not expect the girl to turn around and say to me, well, he did the same thing for me, too. And I said, I cannot believe it. You mean to tell me he took a picture, copied and pasted an entire message and sent it to all the girls he dated because he wanted all the girls to know that he's truly happy now. We ended up laughing our asses off because in our minds is like really we had literally forgotten about you 
we had even forgotten about the date until we saw that message and it took me a while to remember but what really stood out about that date was the damn song on repeat i was like damn it little wayne i don't want to lick the rapper <laughs> they ended up you know breaking up a month later um but again he was on to the next girl and completely in love thank god he did not send me a picture with a whole message for each and every girl that he has ever been in a relationship my god but i love you whores one of the things that i truly did not like about them is how easily that word rolled off their tongue and they never really had a reasoning behind why they behaved this way or did that and so I just could not, for the life of me, understand um, why they did it. So it took me a while to just kind of sit down and really think about the meaning of I love you and what love really is and what it should mean in today's society. I love you whores of the world are so in love with love that sometimes I question if they actually love the person that they claim to love. If you are so in love with love, to me, it just means that anyone would do. You love the idea of love. You love that moment in time where you feel that passion and all that love, and you're so addicted to that moment that it is extremely difficult for you to go through bad times with anyone else because you need your life to be in the honeymoon zone all the time and personally i just don't trust i love you whores so if a guy ever came to me and said you know i love you my question will all especially if it's brand new and we just started dating and getting to know each other my question will always be why a lot of people confuse love with lust and they believe that lust is real love. They believe that that feeling that they feel of happiness all the time, being around this person they just met and all that sex that they're having is love. And they're like, I'm so in love with this person. And they would want to jump up on a chair and jump up to a cliff and scream at the top of their lungs. I love this person. That scares me. And I know it shouldn't, but it truly scares me because you really don't know the person. And these are the same people that in the next few months or early years, the relationship never lasts. They both walk away from each other with some sort of dislike, some accusation about each other that have always turned completely toxic. And so I love you whores and I can never work <laughs> so another aspect such as sociopath is is something that a fickle person might have a mild a mild sense of a sociopath is a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself into an extreme extreme antisocial attitude and behavior and a lack of conscious they have no regard for others' rights or feelings. They lack empathy and remorse for wrongdoings. They have the need to exploit and manipulate others for personal gain. Sociopaths have less consistent behavior than psychopaths. Psychopaths are more control 
and charming. Um, sociopaths are impul- they have impulsive behavior. They attempt to control others with threats and aggression, using intelligence, charm, or charisma to manipulate others, not learning from mistakes or punishments, lying for personal gain, showing a tendency for physical violence and fight, generally superficial relationships, sometimes stealing or committing other crimes, threatening suicide to manipulate without intentions to act, sometimes abusing drugs or alcohol, trouble with responsibilities such as a job, paying bills, and etc. There are so many people like that out there. Again, they're not horrible people. They're just dealing with a lot of shit. I don't know how else to say it. But um, fickle people do have some of these characteristics that I just mentioned. And so it is very, very hard to see right through that when it comes to people. And one of the things that I found was that was very helpful in identifying the right people in my life or the people that are there for me who aren't there for personal gain or who aren't there for whatever they can get out of me or just to get my my validation or admiration is that I always allowed time to reveal the truth. And so that has saved me many times. And sometimes if I just don't feel like dealing with it, I just leave it to God and I just let God help them out of my life. It's great. God has been very good to me. There are reliable and trusting people out there. And so it might take some time before you find them. But sometimes you also need to take that time to reflect on what you are doing and what you are putting out there that are attracting fickle people or narcissists or sociopaths or psychopaths. And so once you've become whole with yourself and you have a level of understanding with yourself that you've never had before, you start to see and meet the right people, right people to have friendships with, right people to enter into relationships with, and the right people that are willing to survive with you, work with you, and promote honesty within that relationship. They, they truly want to build a foundation because they care about you and feel that relationships are precious and understand that it is hard to find true good friends. I know with sociopaths, I've had interactions with them as well. Thank God I have because I would not have have noticed or been able to read those types of behaviors when they came my way. I've had experience where sociopaths would, they seem like they have it all together. They seem, you know, they're always dressed professionally. They carry themselves well. They're surrounded by many, many, many people. All of these people are their friends. And then, but for some apparent reason, when they see someone working very hard and they see a potential in somebody that can do a lot and and be very successful, they tend to gravitate to that person. Once they gravitate to that person, they try to then convince that person that they can get them far, and without without their assistant, they won't be able to succeed on the level that they can or should, or the level they're trying to get to. In that case, that's manipulation. Some hardworking people would fall for that. Unfortunately, I have always 
taking the route of letting time speak for itself. I don't give as much. I'll give you just a little bit, just a little bit to see what you would do with it. If you're not going to do anything with that little bit, you're a waste of my time. I remember meeting a sociopath once and he was a very special person. He did exactly what I just mentioned before. But the only difference was I paid attention because I'm very observant. And I had noticed that this person almost needed me. They, they needed to piggyback on me and my, my reputation and my hard work to give them credibility, which was so weird to me because they had so many friends. They've slept with so many women. They are so well connected as far as they've told me. So in my mind, I just kept thinking, you really don't need me since you have all these people. But I guess he, you know, used all of them up and he's still nice to them and he's charismatic and he's fun and he likes to sit with them and make them feel special. But at the end of the day, he realized that they couldn't get him to where he needed to. So he needed to branch out some more. Now this person wanted to take pictures with me with all the time, wanted to post up all the time, um, wanted to, you know, be able to show everyone like, look, I'm connected to this person. And in my mind, I don't have an amazing reputation. I don't have a lot of connections. So it really, I just did not get what this person needed from me. And so once I figured and I realized that the reason why this person was behaving this way is because it's a part of their ego. They need to claim everyone. They need to receive that validation from every single person and they will go above and beyond to get it but at the same time if a lot of people are saying good things about this person i need to be friends with them i need to take pictures of them post them with myself i need everyone to see that look she has co-signed me basically and i thought wow my reputation is not going to be used to try to prop yourself up to make yourself seem better And so with sociopaths, they are willing to go above and beyond. I do strongly believe that sociopaths are not controlled, um, but they are charming. They are just not so controlled. So their lie can only last for so long, where a psychopath can go for years, for years with a lie and make you believe anything for a very, very, very long time. But sociopaths, they can't do it. They just can't. The lie cannot last for too long. So I am very happy when I meet sociopaths. I, I, I would be able to, to figure out who they are very quickly because they can't keep a lie for too long. And so I hope that you can look in your life, look at your relationships and identify who in your life is truly for you. And if you're not sure Pay attention to their actions, not their words. Again, false promises, and they never follow through. I am the type of person that trusts a person that has integrity, that is honesty, and they are reliable. Reliability is so hard to find. Everyone is very indecisive. One moment they're in, the next moment they're out. They don't know where they're going. They, they want to stay, but they don't know if they want to stay, and they just make bad decisions after bad decisions that just kind of proves that their intentions aren't pure. And so when that happens, take the door that's open and leave. 
but you need not worry about fickle people. You need not worry about narcissists, even though narcissistic people tend to reverse, you know, what their complaints are about you. If a narcissist hears your complaints against them, they will eventually twist it around and throw it back at you and make it seem that, no, you're the one exhibiting this. They will make you feel that it's all in your head. When they're doing something wrong and they know they're doing something wrong and you're calling them on it, they will turn around and say, no, it's all in your head. And that is something that I don't like. That's a big red flag for me. If I'm saying that this is how I feel and this is what I'm seeing and I don't appreciate it, and you're going to turn around and then say to me, it's all in my head, oh Lord, I am going to mind fuck you and we'll see who can be a better narcissist. But that's just myself. I can be quite competitive when pushed. But if you push the wrong button, I will get back at you. So I have met those people in my life. And I have had people try to make me think that I'm crazy for seeing things that I don't appreciate. And so those are the people that you need to run away from. If they're deliberately gaslighting you and deliberately catfishing you, run don't wait just run leave these fickle people alone they have so much that they need to work on within themselves so they can be better people you cannot save them you are not their savior you can't teach them to be better people you can't teach them to love you you can't teach them to value you because they don't necessarily value themselves they just like being around people that have specific skill set or um, a moral or a value um, about them that attracts them to you. And so once they see that, all of a sudden, they love you. They want to be around you. They, 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 just, they just need you in their lives. They love you. And because of that, you can't really trust that they're there for you. They want something. So just be careful of fickle people. And again, they, they have mild, mild symptoms of narcissism and sociopath and psychopath. So just be careful. Guard your heart. Guard your feelings. Guard your spirit and your soul. And take the time to meditate within yourself. Spend time with yourself. And just find a way to push away all the negativity that might be in your life or whatever you're struggling with receive more positivity in your life and absorb that in and the right people will find you thank you so much for listening to this podcast today i hope you all enjoyed the show don't forget to click the follow button other tao intentions podcast on apple podcasts and google podcasts we are now on spotify so go on spotify and look up tao intentions podcast it will pop up in the search Um, Our social media pages are Facebook at The Ambitious Obsession, Instagram and Twitter at The Ambitious Ops. I hope you all have a wonderful day.